Hello, and welcome to a special Toy Fair 2018 edition of Icon Underground Radio for the week of February the 21st, 2018. I'm Jen. And I'm David. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we are coming back here to talk about all the news from Toy Fair, uh, which is... Yeah, there's actually news. Yeah, there is some news. Uh, some news that goes even beyond just toy stuff, which is interesting. We don't always get a lot of that from Toy Fair. That's really more like a, a San Diego no. Comic-Con sort of thing. Uh, yeah. And, I mean, as always... Like, half of it is just stuff we've already seen, and then some of it's stuff we haven't seen, a bunch of it's stuff we expected. Uh, yeah. The, um, was there much toy news? In the, way? the actual toys that we saw, I don't remember anything specifically. It was like, hey, we didn't know anything about that. Yeah, I think none of the stuff that we've well, seen... Well, I guess the Cyberverse stuff, but... Yeah, but you know, there was going to be a Cyberverse toy line. Yeah. I mean, we hadn't seen any of the toys, but that's one of those. It's not like, it's not like anybody thought for a minute. I wonder if there's going to be a Cyberverse toy line. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I guess maybe they did. I I can't speak to what crazy people think. Uh, <laughs> so the the big thing is, uh, of course, talking about whether there is going to be a Transformer Six. Uh, which seems to have been somewhat up in the air. Uh, Bleeding Cool posted something saying, don't believe what you hear, but then there is another... No one actually could attribute that quote to anything, and they are occasionally known for making things up. Uh, And... Yeah, it's... uh... So... uh... Yeah, uh, some people from tfu.info, presumably Ant, hi Ant, uh, got <laughs> some, uh, the exact quote, uh, from John Warden. It says John Warden slash Ben Montano. I don't know if this, this answer is a combination of the two of them talking off each other or what. Uh, does say something about our team is working closely with Paramount and Machinima regarding the next chapter and the product lines associated with that, which made me say, no, not Machinima. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, well, well, that just means no more toy related stuff, which is the, um, whatever. What's the title? What, did they have a title of what they're doing after Power of the Primes? I know it yeah. was supposed to be like a War for Cybertron thing, but... Well, no, it, it is actually called War for call. Cybertron, but it is not related to the game. Oh. So now we have reached the point where we're reusing even stuff like that. We've already reused Robots well, in Disguise. Well, there's Cyberverse. Cyberverse was like a subline of... Beast Wars, wasn't it? Was that one of the movie lines? I thought there was like... No, I thought it was one of the more recent things. Yeah. Like Cyberverse was a size class. The stuff I'm thinking for the uh, for Beast Wars was like the Orca playset thing. I don't know. I don't remember what that's called. Oh, whatever the heck they're called. Yeah, they were a weird class of their own. But I thought they were called something like that. But yeah, Cyberverse were, that was like something they were doing with, I mean, I guess if you got a good trademark, you might as well use it. Uh, So now they're they're doing a series called War for Cybertron. So I guess 
I guess this basically means that the Machinima series stuff is, like, something we have to watch. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, we haven't even watched the last, the Power of the... Is it the Power of the Primes one no, or is it the one before? Titan's I don't Return remember which one we're on. Is the one that we need to, to Oh, watch. the Titan's Return. It's so far behind. I know. I know Jason David Frank's in it and, and the animation is really bad with the fight between the Mistress of Flame and Overlord, but uh-huh. I haven't bothered to look at that. Oh, uh, the way Orca thingy was Microverse. So that was Okay. Close. So yeah, that was close. It's Microverse. I knew it was something like that. Uh, so I remembered those existed. Uh, so, yeah, I've always, you know, the, the Machinima series, I guess especially because they tend to come so late in the toy line and... At the death of it, Until (laughs) this most, until, really until, I mean, I guess, okay, Jason David Frank, oh boy, you can pay him $40 to get a picture taken with him at Wizard World. I mean, that's kind of showing some seriousness in your production. The first season, the Combiner's Wars, when Combiner Wars, uh, Titan's Return has really thrown me off with the pluralizing. Uh, Combiner Wars, really, they were just like throwing their B team at it. Uh, but then Power of the Primes. Okay, as a brief aside. <laughs> Apparently Optimus Primal in Power of the Primes is gonna be Ron Perlman. Which is Yeah, he's like, well, if he if you're not bringing Gary Chalk back, Ron Perlman is the perfect casting. Oh my god. Ron Perlman is gonna be Optimus Primal. I mean, I I know he's one of those people who will just be in stuff. Kinda he's he's I don't want to say he's on the same level as Nick Cage, but he kind of is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he just like he likes to work, but he t- he gets better roles more often than Nick Cage. Although I think they've been in a couple movies together that were kind of crap. Oh, probably. But but yeah. But at least Ron Perlman's friends with Guillermo del Toro, so he gets a few more things. Yes. Anyway. Yes. Uh, so that's <laughs> so that's interesting. Uh, that just that just seems yeah. I don't know. That's that's just weird, uh, but but kind of neat. Uh, but anyway, I guess that does make me. I just wish they would up their writing game on the Machinima stuff. I mean, anyone who's listened to us very yeah, much like, knows just... how fussy I am about writing the writing side of things. I know it's it, it's like their wing. Just just give Magritte Scott and James Roberts like. Write something short, we'll do that. But no, they're just sort of winging it on their own. It, it's it's really weird, because it's... Is it Rooster Teeth, I think? Someone's doing it? Uh, or is it somehow related to the, the people that did Ruby and some other 3D things, mm-hmm. but seems somehow worse than that. Because, like, Ruby, I've seen... Well, except for the most recent season. it The first season's kind of wonky. But the fight scenes are great. Mm-hmm. The story eventually catches up and gets good, but like in the, the the Transformers one, the fight scenes are not good. Yeah. The only good thing was Megatron being sassy. He was so sassy though. Super sassy. So good. But I mean that's that's the thing is that like I said, it it felt very much like their B team. 
uh, instead yeah. of, you know, it might have been. they're like good people who matter. So, <laughs> good people who know how to do things. Uh, but, you know, maybe it's working out well enough they're going to put an A-team on there. I mean, they're apparently willing to pay people to do voice acting. Maybe they're willing to pay people to write, too. Uh, and, I mean, the mm. fact that, you know, Machinima gets mentioned in the same breath as Paramount does make me think that they're being very serious about that stuff. Uh, but, you know, they hyped the Bumblebee movie. Uh, they mentioned Cyberverse. They mentioned Studio Series. But, yeah, they said any shifts we have to deal with it, either pause or just charge head on. This is one where we are going to collectively pause... Uh, so for what's best, uh, the next best story is, and then put a toy line around that. Uh, so yeah, I guess that means that they are holding off on Transformers 6. I don't know if it's them holding off or Paramount holding off or what exactly, you know, who's, whose decision it is, uh, and whose decision it'll be to start going forward again. Uh, I know Hasbro's had a lot of ambitions about filmmaking, but then there was also, like, the Battleship movie. So. Hmm. Uh, yeah, but there there were... Uh, oh, mm -hmm. okay, I, I guess I was... I, I think I was wrong. Rooster Teeth is a group that left Machinima. Ah. And Machinima is the people that made the Combiner Wars. Yeah. So... So the good people went away. So the good people <laughs> and left. we're left with the dregs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but they do have the studio series coming out, so they're not disowning the movie franchise or anything. Uh, so, I mean, that stuff looks all right. I, I kind of feel like the movie stuff has kind of sat around on shelves for the most part, but maybe that's just me not looking that closely at it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's at this point after like five movies and there's going to be another Bumblebee. How many Bumblebees do children need? I mean, I got like three movie Bumblebees. You need a lot of Bumblebees. By like the second movie and I was done. Kids need a lot of Bumblebees. <laughs> Apparently, according to the I mean, Cyberverse display. <laughs> after 10 years, there are new children seeing these movies, so I guess the Bumblebee movie will do okay, toy-wise, but it just, yeah, like, movie stuff hangs around more than it did for the first two or three movies. You know what I would want to see out of the Bumblebee movie? I want to see, and this this <laughs> might be an unexpected and perhaps controversial statement. I want to see a PG movie. Oh, well, hopefully. <laughs> I want to see... Yeah, don't make John Cena curse. Yeah, I want to see a movie that, like, is not necessarily, like, a kid's movie, but is a movie that kids could actually watch without their mom having to yeah, explain um... what a scrotum is or... <laughs> what was that masturbation like in the first one and I know at least one person said they heard a kid in the theater being like mom what's masturbation oh right um Sam's happy time yeah it's like what's he talking about you know I would I would like to see a PG Bumblebee movie I want to see yeah. one where he it's been set in the 80s I guess and it's not hopefully just... they're aiming for like the stranger things effect yeah. 
I hope. I mean, I, I suppose the, the good thing about Stranger Things is that while it was very gory and violent, it wasn't for the most... I mean, okay, I guess by the second season, there was... Well, I guess even in the first season, there was going around with a baseball bat with nails sticking out of it. But but the point is, yeah, but I, don't I would like to see it less remember any heavy senselessly violent and needlessly yeah. just crude. Uh, but you know, we'll we'll see we'll see what they decide to do with that. Uh, they've they've got good feelings about it. Uh, so that's apparently going to be a big focus for the toy line, and I guess that can bring us to Cyberverse because that will also star Bumblebee. Yeah, Cyberverse. So yeah, Bumblebee's everywhere. They're they're going with a they're sticking with the evolution of the Prime to robots in disguise. Now the Cyberverse thing. Uh, you know, continuing to refine the designs. Yeah, like it. I don't think it's the same continuity, but it's got a lot of the same characters: Prime, Bumblebee, Grimlock, Windblade. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a lateral move at least. Continuing there, I heard from people who had seen the animation uh, that they showed that visually it does look a good bit like Robots in Disguise. Uh, so there's that yeah. continuity. I, well, isn't it supposed to be like? Like fifteen minute episodes or something. Maybe I don't know, man. I think, uh, uh, so, Kids some, these I days. remember reading somewhere that it was either it was a shorter season or there were shorter length episodes. Mm-hmm. Maybe both. Yeah. Hmm. That's. I wouldn't be surprised to see them doing fifteen minute episodes because I mean, like Cartoon Network does everything in fifteen minute blocks now, and yeah. Uh, oh yeah, isn't Teen Titans Go that yeah. way? kids these days and their attention yeah, spans. Yeah, so maybe they're trying to do I that. I mean, Steven Universe was done that way. Yeah, so... So, yeah. but yeah, it's... it's So that'd be Sort good. of further refining those, you know, that style back towards G1 a little bit more. So we've got Starscream having his big old gal Geigar wings. Oh, yeah, because there's like three different... It, it's the back to the different size classes, kind of like Animated did. Mm-hmm. Like with the little activators and then have the regular guys. Yeah. But, oh, I, I want that big star screen with those giant missile paws. Yes. It's, it's a Toyetic line. Yeah. And it's... And uh, more simple and refined and easier for children to transform because, holy crap, some of the toys recently have been a pain in the ass even for adults. Yeah. They are really not being designed to be real kid-friendly these days, which, you know, I understand yeah, which... the way the toy market has been adult collectors are really a huge part of it but but still yeah uh but yeah this is definitely yeah i I appreciate the making toys a little bit more complex and more articulated on the but that contrasts with like tolerances of moving things and the some of the shittiest instructions lately like just (laughs) not telling you an important step or like here turn this upside down it's like and do what? Or just being solid dark grayscale. <laughs> yeah, the dark... I, I miss the line art. Yeah. I really miss the line art. I am a little concerned that Windblade is, like, the second major starring character, but there's not a toy of her being shown off. 
And they're like, oh, there's this well, female Decepticon well, named Shadow Striker, but there's not a toy of her being shown off. Yeah, there's barely even a picture of her. There's like the side of a display that's fuzzy and like she, her head kind of looks like a cross between Flame War and Tarantulas. <laughs> So I'm like, are we are we learning the lessons or are we not learning the lessons? <laughs> or are we we just <sighs> assuming that the older collectors want to see female figures and and the kids still don't? Yeah. I don't know. Well, it, it, we've only seen like the four big Grimlock, Starscream, Megatron, Bumblebee, Prime. It's like five. Yeah. Maybe wave two is Windblade, if there is well, a wave I'm just two. thinking that as much as she's promoted in a lot of the stuff, you would think she would be in yeah. wave one. She seems important yeah. enough to be in... You don't see Grimlock in any of this promotional art. You don't even see Optimus Prime. No, but dinosaurs sell. Well, yeah. No, because wasn't the story like they're looking for Optimus or looking for Bumblebee's memories or something or other yes but my point is i didn't pay much attention she is being played up as an important character but there's not a toy of her in the first wave and that's yeah. oh yeah and there, there's a shockwave toy too which transforms into a four-legged thing <laughs> into a thing i mean that's not too far off from what they did with him in animated with his vehicle mode no, he's an H tank. I mean, I'll probably buy it because it, the robot mode looks pretty good for Shockwave. But he's just a weird thing that doesn't exist that they made up that things can transform into. Because you know, you just you just need the big, you just need the head, one gun arm, and the fancy chest, and you could have him transform into a car, and I don't care. <laughs> I mean, like like have that that fancy chest thing be the back end of a car. I that guess. Works. But, uh, but I mean, that's, <laughs> and I'm still, I'm reminded again of six shot spaceship mode. That's just his gun mode turned upside <laughs> down. No, no, submarine mode. Oh, that's right. I, I guess they, now. they couldn't do that with shockwave. And just <laughs> give him just a straight up ray gun well, mode, but turn it upside down and call it a Actually spaceship. having him, having him transform into a submarine would be cool. I, I guess. Uh, also, there are movie masterpiece toys. I'm very sure that's exciting for people who are really into the movies and have a chunk of. Yeah, them. I, I don't, I don't kind of care. I mean, they're finally getting a, uh, the red guy from the fourth movie, whatever the crap his name is. Ooh, I don't think ever got a Dino? toy other than like an itty bitty one. I think I totally shipped no, him inside. No, no, the, the Decepticon. Oh, that's boring. Oh, oh, yeah, he didn't get to know a striker or something. I don't remember. Stinger, Stinger, Stinger. That was it. The the little bumblebee-ish guy. Yeah, this does make me wonder, though, if I mean masterpiece. The masterpiece line was always Takara's thing that you know every so often Hasbro would import one or two as Toys R Us exclusives. I don't know how yeah. big the live action movies are in Japan. I don't know if this is something that is is like that again, where Takara is making them and Hasbro's like, eh, I guess we'll do this, or if this is actually something that Hasbro is working with them to do. Uh, so I'm curious about that, know. but you know, I don't know. I guess somebody can ask that at a convention at some point if they want. 
It's not like it matters. Mm. I mean, it's interesting. It's it's one of those sort of like how the sausage is made things. It's kind of interesting to know. Yeah. Oh, let's speak about Masterpiece. Did, did Masterpiece Primal ever come to American shores or was that just import only? I'm I can't even remember. pretty sure he was import only. I'm pretty sure all the beasts were. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure the only stuff, I mean, I know the only ones, admittedly, I don't go to Toys R Us regularly because it's kind of out of the way for me. Uh, <clears> the only <throat> ones I can recall seeing there are like Bumblebee and Prowl. Yeah, I, I've seen Bumblebee and Prowl sitting there the last few times I've gone to Toys R Us just hanging out, not doing anything. <laughs> Being like a hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, too much for the little things. Oh, and Dinobot is freaking giant looking and oh his his backpack and and dinosaur belly look like painful torturous things <laughs> layers of panels and feet sticking out ah uh, it's just flashbacks ah, to car robots man it's not it's not great it's not great. oh oh yeah oh i mean displaying him in a robot mode might be neat but i i can't imagine transforming him being at all fun yeah he's he's a shelf toy he goes on the shelf. He looks cool. You pose him every so often. You don't bother putting him in dinosaur mode. Uh, and I mean, it's cool that he's a thing that they made. I mean, I've already mentioned that oh, yeah. I, I have the one masterpiece toy that I'll ever need. It's the G2 Sideswipe. Yeah. But, uh... No, I, I... I hope he sells well enough that Takara makes Beast Wars Megatron. Because that's oh. the only... I mean, I'd, I'd like Primal, maybe Cheetor, but... Uh, they really need... Uh, purple Dinosaur, They really it. need a Transmetal a transmetal Megatron that doesn't yeah, break into dust. But we're not going to get that one. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. In a perfect world, but... So, yeah, speaking of Beast Wars, uh, we did get to see the uh, the Optimal Optimus and the little Optimus Primal that's going to go in him Yay. that are... The reason why Ron Perlman is going to be Optimus Primal. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it looks pretty good. The colors, I, I have, oh, he's I have so noticed that this recent stuff, the colors are just dead on with a lot of stuff. And part of that gets kind of like, eh. And it's sort of funny when you see like a display in a store that's got like, a Dinobot and then Dreadwing or Dreadwind. And they're just yeah. like obviously very different design concepts just from their colors. It's like you can tell this toy came from 1984 and this toy came from 1987. <laughs> yes. It's just obvious. Yeah. Uh, so. But yeah, the colors, the colors look really good. The toys look really good. Uh, I've skipped the leader class stuff so far just because uh, I should get Rodimus because I love Hot Rod, but I've heard the toy is really not really underwhelming. Oh. And for. Oh, okay. I, I thought about it, but it's like, yeah, I don't need as many leaders anymore unless I really want to. I need the primal because. Well, yeah, it's going to be cheaper than a masterpiece primal, so yeah, yeah it works for me. And, yeah, and he looks—he looks like a really good toy. I mean, one of the things that Beast Wars had going for it as a concept was that 
the toys were really poseable in both modes. I mean, you have a toy that turns into a car, you're like, vroom, yeah. vroom, push it on the floor, or it's a jet, and you can fly it through the air. But <laughs> a beast, you can actually, if the toy is made for it, you can actually pose it. And that's the thing about, especially with a gorilla, is that it's a very good, oh, yeah. poseable, fun toy in both modes. And then he's got the little pre-optimal Optimus in there. And he's... Does he have a surfboard? I missed whether he has a surfboard. I... I could... I thought maybe Primal Little One turns into a surfboard. I can't Oh, remember. that would be weird. Wait. I forget what he turns into. No, that's just a display stand. I thought maybe it was a surfboard. <laughs> I mean, I guess I can't fault them for leaving out the surfboard, but... Yeah, I mean, it It looks good. Yeah, because it's the middle, but... I'm sort of curious to see him being Ron Perlman. Uh, but yeah, we yeah. are finishing out some of the combiner stuff with Terracons and Seacons, uh, which sort of surprises me yeah. that it's what, that wait, many got, Decepticons. What do you, don't tease me about Seacons! <laughs> we haven't had confirmation of any Seacons. I swear don't I saw tease. some Seacon-colored photos in one of these... Well, well, yeah, but that—that's uh, Dreadwing, Darkwing. Those those guys are. Super I thought colors. it was like a whole setup. That might have been all. Maybe I'm. You know, when I looked through all the pictures, I had just gotten up from a nap, so we're gonna call that my nap brain. Yeah, I, but I would have swore I saw some Seacon yes, colors in there. I, <laughs> well, there's also the the Terracons are almost Seacon colors for a few of them until you get the yellow in there. No, I I think I would have noticed Seacon. Maybe it was Octopunch. He's really Seacon colored. Yeah, yeah, Octopunch. Yeah, he, he's he's <laughs> in there. It, Octopunch comes with Soulless Prime, so my brain just keeps transferring that to calling him Soul Punch. <laughs> and, and I think I'm going to be stuck yeah, with that. Yeah, that, that works. That works. Uh, so yeah, he's... Uh... Uh, yeah, they got Terracons. I'm sure that's very exciting for people who want Terracons. Uh, I mean, Terracons are cool. Hey, I'll take them. I want yeah. Seacons. I'm still kind of salty that the Technobots were such a pain to get, and I still haven't picked them up, and they're probably a million dollars now, and now I'm making myself sad. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't, I don't care about them as much as you did, but I passed them over even when I saw they were on sale for like, $10 off or something. Yeah, I was like setting up a GoFundMe for grocery money at that point. So sadly, or, uh, Technobots were outside of my my price range. Uh, but I, I suppose I should go look that up and just see. Not right now, though. Because right now, Terrorcons. Uh, I mean, what can you say about them? All I can say is my one piece of trivia, which I'm pretty sure I've shared before, which is that on Blot's Japanese packaging, his name is Inglified to Butt. <laughs> B-U-T-T. Uh... Butt. <laughs> oh. I went, uh, we, we saw the Terracons at some previous thing, probably the last thing, and um, Cutthroat, the little birdie monster one, his head still looks like one of the Japanese monster bots? Oh, neat. Which is odd. I think they've said some amusing, non-committal things about what some of their animal modes are. Didn't they say that, like, Blot was an ogre or something? 
Yeah, or a troll and or something like that. But he's, a, he's a giant nose with arms and legs. <laughs> he's nose pass. Ugh, the worst Pokemon. Come at me, bro. <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah, he looks... I mean, again, the colors, they are very, very... Doing a very good job with, with the colors on these. Uh, and speaking of combiners, there's Titan class is going to be Predaking. Uh, very exciting for people who have been Yay. holding out and not getting one of the two dozen third-party Predakings that have been available. I don't think it's that many. There's there's probably a dozen. Yeah, there is probably literally he a doesn't. dozen. Uh, but... I am mixed on this. Because, like, I love Predaking. He, he was my favorite G1 combiner because he was big and heavy and huge. Yeah. And getting him bigger, that's nice. But, like, they're making him, like, Voyager size and... No, I kind of wanted them to be deluxe size so I could swap them with other things and make a ridiculous combiner. Nope. And yeah, that that was definitely no, like so the selling bigger. point of the Predacons originally is that they were a huge combiner because each of the individual toys they weren't the the littler ones like you got with the Scramble City guys. They were the bigger yeah, they ones. They were they were deluxe size, well equivalent to modern. Yeah, deluxe, I guess. And so these are going to be. It does look like they're basically scaled up Combiner Wars engineering, though. But I guess there's nothing really wrong with that. It's it's solid design. Yes, work. but no, like the the legs are like the, I think the hips and definitely the thighs are in the two leg guys, so they're stuck huh, in legs. Okay, they're probably stuck on the proper sides of legs. Yeah, yeah. The, their whole backpack is is thigh when they're in robot. Huh. So I. Uh, I'm glad to get an official Hasbro Predaking that's way cheaper than any of the umpteen different versions. They're way too fancy and pointy, but I wish he, I, I wish he was smaller <laughs> <laughs> so I could swap him with other toys. Nope, no Scramble yeah. City for you. Uh, uh, can, can his his head at least split in half and have a brain inside? No, you. I, it doesn't look like you get that oh. little. Easter egg. That that zone Easter egg. Alas. That was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> and also that was a different designed head, so somebody'd have to come up with a third party one anyway. Cough, cough. <laughs> oh man, someone should do that. Uh I will say that they do both uh both Abominus and Predaking look really stickery. They look very foil stickery. Yeah, oh, I'm, yeah, stickers. Are, well, for the Predacons, it kind of makes sense, because at least, um, Razor Claw, you need it for his, his like, main thing. Mm -hmm. And I guess some other parts. Uh, I don't like stickers coming back on modern toys it, as much again. It Why? took me almost a year to get around to actually stickering Fortress Maximus. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And I only really did that because I wanted to put lights on him and take a picture of him and make a joke about lighting up cities for Christmas. <laughs> but, uh... Uh, no, I don't like... Uh, stickers... Like... The, half the problem with stickers is, like, all the toys now have textured details, and you're putting a sticker on the textured details, and that doesn't work. Yeah. And, and aside from that, like, one of my favorite things that Maybe it started in Armada or Energon or something, or at least I only noticed it there. Like, you'd have faction symbols that were three-dimensional. Like, 
it was embossed. Yeah, those were really and nice. I really like that. And I don't like like now faction symbols are pretty much all tampo graphed, which okay, whatever, but uh, bring back the three D ones. What's <laughs> that? I mean, I I don't know if I have any with the new stickers apart from Fortress Maximus. Uh none of the um, Power of the Prime stuff I've gotten. I have some with stickers, not that ones that I had to apply, like uh, the bo- the Velocitron box set. Like, there's a bunch of stickers on the Optimus Prime from that. The one with the the, the burning the forest Optimus Yay! Prime. <laughs> the best. I mean, that's cool, but I don't want to transform him again because those stickers are going to start to rip off. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that was always a thing with the G1 stickers, is that if they were on well, transformation uh, joints... Yeah, if they were on any they're gone. part that got anywhere near friction, mm-hmm. their edges are going to get fucked up. Even some of them that didn't, like, I had some on the Insecticons that just started peeling. Yeah. So I'm kind Fuck of stickers. on the fence about them. I mean, I didn't mind Metroplex... Or, no, I mean, it, it took me literally one hour to do Metroplexes, like a full hour. I didn't mind Fort Maxes too much. You know, they were the foil stickers. I had to remember how I used to do stickering back, like, during G2. Uh, how I would actually, because I was a teenager during G2, so I was a serious adult collector. Uh, and I actually had, like, a Swiss Army knife with the little t- tiny tweezers, and I would use the tweezers to position them just right, and then, like, you know, push them down. Uh, because I was a nerd. And... Uh, so I had to remember that way of doing things, but you know, I'm I'm curious to see how how well they will work or not, you know, in in practice in real life. Uh, so yeah, lots of big combining thing. Jen, did you see that? My internet just died. oh no, I think my I, I didn't see that. I I didn't hear you for a bit. Yeah, my headset just cut out for a second. Okay, no. So did you see, speaking of combiners, did you see the thing about the new female combiner coming up? The new one, not about the new one, but I, I remember seeing that Alita 1 combiner finally got a name. Yes, it's Alita Infinite, but the I is a number one. Yes. <laughs> no, the, it, the third I the... in Infinite is a one. Yes, the third I in It's ridiculous. It's a number one. It's why? I, okay, sure. Is she well, like? Because they actually wrote out Elite One in Elite One. I don't know. I kind of like the name Elite Infinite, but that's is she the one. like a hacker from 1995? <laughs> yes. I just uh, I see that, and all I can think is she is crash speak. and burn. We we yeah. don't do that anymore. AOL is dead. <laughs> so so that's a thing. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, uh, we've got now our our Moon Racer and Nova Star. So we saw Nova Star, who's basically Fire Star. Sadly, her head does not uh, appear to actually be on yeah. fire like the IDW version. No, uh, are they sadly. part of that combiner? Because they didn't look combinery to me. The, By which I mean they didn't limbs. have the obvious plug. They, they are. They they 
they're they're combining their limbs because they're they're just spindly in robot mode and like a weird flat car with arms hanging off the back in vehicle mode. Ah, okay. So they're part of that for Elita Infinite Infin One T. Yeah. <laughs> one T. Why? Why would you do this? Why would you do this to us? <laughs> Uh, who would be the other limbs? I guess you'd have Ironhide for one leg, and um, who was Moonracer hooked up with? Uh, I don't even remember. What color now. appropriate Transformer? I don't remember who her beard was. <laughs> You'd think that was the sort of thing I would remember. Uh, what other news was there? Oh, there's a fan vote thing for something or other. Yeah, so... <laughs> Sets of toys. Aren't Needlenose and Trax brothers in the comics now? Yeah. <laughs> so you have yeah, to I... choose which son is your favorite. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought it was voting for two of them that come together. I thought it was voting for a two-pack. Oh! Each one. I don't know. I think? I mean, that would be fine. I figured it was just three waves of votes. But no, you're probably yeah, right. But I, I thought I saw somewhere that it's we're voting for two, but then there's a list of like six things, and it's like I, I think it's getting a two-pack. I, but no, th- my... that works out weird. It's like I want a needle nose in a spinister. <laughs> my interpretation is probably stupid. Uh, I want, I mean, I don't, well, it's how I thought at first, too. It's like, it's, it's needle nose or tracks, but it's, it, <laughs> How I've seen it on websites doesn't seem to make it clear enough okay. as to what they were talking about. So it's Needlenose versus Trax, who are brothers in the comics. So I hope that actually, like, yeah. you know, had something to do with that and isn't a total coincidence because I presumably I, I like comic. I think influence. there's a theme with each one because, like, the next one is Spinister and Wheeljack, and well, at least in the new comic, Spinister's a doctor and Wheeljack kind of is. Yeah. And then Impactor versus Mirage, like yeah, Impactor, I get, dude, bro. I guess Impactor. What what are you doing? I mean, he's Decepticon colored, like so. Maybe that's the thing. Settle down, or maybe he's just being an <laughs> asshole because he's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah, he's just being. Maybe he's. Hey, maybe it's a class warfare pack. <laughs> of working class impactor versus chasing turbo hunting turbo foxes mirage okay yeah i'd only like that if mirage comes with a turbo fox oh he should he should come with a turbo fox and impactor transforms impactor transforms into a horse <laughs> god damn it uh so yeah that's <laughs> that is interesting uh it's a vote by hashtag which i guess is why i thought maybe it was the way I thought it was at first, because it seems like it's a lot easier to hashtag Needlenose rather than hashtag Needlenose versus yeah. tracks. But, you know, oh well. Yeah, who knows how this uh, that, so, Well, that'll come out before this episode probably does. Yes. So we should go ahead and wrap up our last few things we want to mention. Uh, music from the Transformers oh. on vinyl. Again? Isn't this like the third or fourth time? Well, I assume that the way it's put, I assume they mean like the show. Like. Wait, what? 
Oh, oh, oh. Because I, I know there was of talk of that being released. The actual TV show music. That'd be... Well, in, in other words, it would also be the G.I. Joe music. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, that's, that's sort of a misnomer, <laughs> actually, because it's technically music from all of Sunbow's shows. Uh, it's the Hasbro Sunbow Power Hour album. <laughs> yes. Uh, but that's pretty exciting that that's coming out on vinyl. Uh, I I should pick that up. as I still need to get the uh, the Vince DiCola score on vinyl, too. But, uh, it's exciting. <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, and, there's gonna be a Toys R Us exclusive Thundercracker that's a redeco of Nitro Zeus. Ah, yeah. Who's a great toy. Yes. So, that sounds Who cool. wasn't, was he hard to find or am I thinking of someone totally different? No, Cogman was nearly impossible to find. I've never seen him. Ah, uh, yeah. As far as, he, he came out some places supposedly, but as far as I'm concerned, he only came out in Europe. Yeah. I ain't seen him. I heard, like, a Canadian GameStop got him or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's pretty cool. They're still doing they're doing the Toys R Us exclusive for that. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's Toy Fair. Uh, I would like to plug my friends at tfu.info uh, and also asmzine.com. Uh, where they always have really good galleries, not just of the Hasbro stuff. Uh, and actually, as we're recording this, which is Sunday night, they don't have the Hasbro gallery up yet, but they will have that as well as a bunch of, you know, if you just want a great overview of Toy Fair, uh, like they have good smile companies, so you can see precious, adorable Overwatch characters. Uh, and they've got... Well, yeah, uh... Tokyo Wonderfest is also going on at the same time, so it's like double news, although the Transformers they were showing off at Wonderfest are pretty much the exact same things. Yeah. So so there's that to look at. Uh, that'll give you a lot of fun things to look at. Uh, so yeah, uh, I feel like there's one other thing I was going to say, and now I'm going to leave on a cliffhanger because yeah. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mm, uh. Dot, 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 dot. All right. Well, it's mystery. Yes, we will leave that as a mystery. What was I going to say? We may never find out. Uh, All right. So that that has been our episode. Uh, Next time, I guess we should watch Titans Return. Oh, uh, one of these days, and there'll be more comics. We can talk about comics instead of having to talk about <laughs> animated thing we don't want to watch. Titan's Return. <laughs> uh, yeah, there are comics. You've read the new more than meets the eye. I haven't read it yet. Uh, don't don't spoil yeah. me. Um, Scavengers. I, I have to go to a store meeting and oh, the day job, and then then I will hunker down with that. I will gird my little my precious heels. scavenger boys. I gotta. Set them up all together. They're around here somewhere. I need to put them with a Grimlock. Ooh, great. Uh, also, odds and ends, there is a tailgate coming, though he is not nearly as comic etic as the one that came out already. So. Not just coming. He's, he's out now. I saw him the other day. I didn't want him because he doesn't look like comic tailgate at all. Plus, we just got a tailgate like last year or two years ago. Yeah, my story sucks. Yeah, whatever. So, so yeah, uh, the old. He's got skinnier better. legs. I don't like the big boot one. Uh, the bludgeon with boots feels. The wrong. bludgeon decoy armor for Quintus Prime looks like some kind of fancy dong. 
I it's I think it's supposed to be. I saw somebody say it's like a tetsu dough or something. Some a club with little rivets in it. Sure, is what it's supposed to look like. But yeah, it looks like some kind of painful dildo. Yes, yes, it does. It looks like something I would see in the in the notes of one of the BDSM stories I've had to edit. Uh, uh, the things I've seen. My idea of safe for work has been completely destroyed by that job. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that is it for Toy Fair. Uh, we will be back later with some other things. Uh, in the meantime, uh, you can catch our other podcast, Stasis Pod. Uh, all our stuff is on Which iCloud. Which will be yes. coming back this week. Like, we, we skipped a week because... Yeah. And, and now we're backed up. Yes, we will be back. Uh, so so there's that. Uh, .net. uh We've got a Patreon set up uh, to help us with our hosting and etc. expenses. Uh, I'm hoping to get a new microphone soon, so I'm not just using a gaming headset. Yay. So thumbs up to that. Uh, actually... In my current state, in your current state, you're cutting out, and I don't hear you right now. <laughs> to deal with my ADHD, just wandering oh. the apartment like I used to. Uh, I will give. I'll go. I was going to do this on Stasis Pod too, uh, but I will give a shout out to Jason Zabrowski, who is our latest Patreon member, uh, who has given us a very nice, generous pledge. So thank you very much. Yay. Uh, and uh, that's it. That's it. Goodbye, everybody. Go home. Good night. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. Give us Patreon money so you can listen to us talk about Black Panther at some point when we get around to recording it. Yes. All right. That has been an episode. I've got like 20 minutes before I have to leave. Oh, oh, I just a bit of news that doesn't mean shit and it really doesn't go with our theme. But be shoujo statues like they did the comic book ones with the comic book characters as pretty pinup girls oh yeah and they had a, for gi joe they had a nightwing with a really good butt that's I, so i've been told yeah. i mean i i have it's to get nightwing. these things secondhand but uh yeah so, so we're gonna have pretty sexy gi joe characters and my little pony which okay that one makes sense yeah they seem to be too willing to encourage that audience now uh, oh, but... oh God! Is that why they added a girl Snake Eyes recently in the comics? Did they? Oh, I was gonna sexy say the... Snake Eyes, but yes, they did. I was gonna say the sexy pony audience, uh, but <laughs> yes, I guess also oh, well, yeah. the sexy, I mean, sexy Snake ponies. Eyes audience. <laughs> sexy Snake Eyes. I mean, I they better do some girls in that series, man. I'm just saying, or they better be, they better do some guys in that series, man. I'm just saying, yeah. you need I mean, a sexy like, yeah. up Flint. They won't. They you won't. Need they, a sexy they, up Flint. they made sexy, um, Freddy and Jason as girls. Yeah. So there you go. So they're no, not doing they need dudes to just make, apparently that. they need to do a Flint like the Nightwing one they did. That'd be nice. Gung Ho. <laughs> Gung Ho is just like a big bear. Sergeant Slaughter. Although I probably will be tempted if they do make... Well, of course they're going to make a Baroness, so that... How much do those damn things cost? Uh, I don't know. Probably too much. The Jurassic Park dinosaurs look so ridiculous, the Funko Pop ones. I remember! 
I remember. <laughs> I was going to mention Hasbro taking the Power Rangers license. Oh, oh, right. Are you still recording? Yes. Yes. Good. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about Power Rangers. Briefly, because I gotta leave soon. But, uh, yeah. Okay, Hasbro's I, I got the Power Rangers quickly. license. I want to someday write a biography of Shuki Levy. Oh, that'd be awesome. But, like, I'm following Power Rangers now because th- there's this RPG streaming thing, a hyper RPG that does a Power Rangers thing, where they have uh, Paul Shear who played Bulk, and uh, Peter Sidarsa, who's on the current Power Rangers show. They're playing with some internet personalities. Do they have Jason David Frank? Jason David Frank was a guest in one episode. That's the thing. <laughs> okay. They have five Ranger players, and they have a sixth guest every once in a while. They've had um, uh, the second Yellow Ranger, uh, Time Force Pink, Jason David Frank, of course. Um, Peter's brother, Yoshi, who is the Blue Ranger in the previous series, or two previous series, so they were together sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's weird and cute. But yeah, so I've been following Power Rangers, so I found out that Power, uh, Bandai USA was losing the Power Rangers license to make toys. I was like, wait, that's weird. And then there were rumors that like, oh, what if Hasbro picks it up? Like two days later, Hasbro picks it up. Yeah, okay. that's like, so, Hasbro's just taking transforming all toys. the big pop. Hasbro's going to buy He-Man from Mattel at this point. Eventually, yeah, although they'll, they'll, and they'll just throw it away. But I th- think this happened because the a guy who was, used to be high up in Bandai USA was friends with Haim Saban. Mm-hmm. But that guy left and went over to Hasbro somewhere. I don't ah, remember his name. Okay. And Haim Saban's still friends with him, so that's, what, that's why they went to Hasbro, basically. Uh-huh. And they're also making... This won't take effect until 2019 when they do the next series, which is based upon a Sentai they skipped over previously to make Power Rangers from 2012. Uh Uh-huh. But it's also a series, Go Busters, where one of the combining robots is a blue truck that transforms into a gorilla, and his face is a steering wheel. Why? Why? (laughs) Truck is monkey! Truck is monkey! It's like that weird cartoon my sister was watching with her toddlers where there were like animal cars and I was like, what the hell is this? And it looked really low production value, but it had a really good voice cast. Dinosaur construction vehicles or is this a different show? No, this was a different thing. Also, the new rescue bots are really precious. I just want to get that in there. Oh yeah, there's a hotshot. We forgot about that. Hotshot. Rescue bot, yay. Okay, I guess we're done now and we could stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I have to add extra shit at the end. Alright. Uh, stop recording. Good night. Underground Radio is hosted by IaconUnderground.net. We are listener-supported through Patreon, where you can help us cover the cost of running this show and our other podcast, Stasis Pod, at patreon.com slash IaconUnderground. 
We are on Twitter at IaconUG, Tumblr at IaconUnderground.tumblr.com, and Facebook at Facebook.com slash IaconUnderground.